0: With friends like you who need subsets, welcome to the Look at the Adjective Podcast. I'm the big man John Mark, joined as always by the medium sized man. The bad guy, me Mark Graveler.
1: How are you doing, son? Ah, not bad. Back again. Back at it with some WCW. Best time of the week, innit? Certainly <laughs> is, especially now. Uh,
0: I mean, I'm, I mean, after after our last uh, sojourn to uh Bishop's uh, wet dream, I'm, I'm 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 Hogan's getting over with me just for you know battering the booty, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's something I never thought I'd ever hear you say.
0: <laughs> I, I mean he's gonna he's gonna get really under with me soon
1: because
0: you know it's just gonna be cretinous isn't it, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking that one little sort of moment in time I will sit and go, Yes Hulk, thank you very much. Thank you, Hulk. <laughs> thank you, Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> I ate my I ate my vitamins, I said my prayers and they all came true at Hogwild. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you can all, all owe it to Mr Hulk Hogan.
0: That's it. Get
1: them boys.
0: Um, <laughs> so
1: before we uh, take our sojourn
0: down to Nitro, which is in uh, Casper, Wyoming, as to quote Bobby Heenan, um, who ever named a town after a ghost, um, we're going to uh, have a wander down Cretin Alley for some Cretin of the Week, as always on a Monday. Um, have you got what? Have you got one, Mark?
1: Uh, I mean, it's been a bit light. For me, credit the week to be honest, but I have I've found something that was quite it did tickle me, um, but it's um, it's Chris Jericho on his uh, on his get his face anywhere tour of the UK when he was over <laughs> here <in Italy>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, The last thing I I expected to see on my Twitter timeline the other day was a collaboration between Chris Jericho and West Ham United Football Club. Um, and in, in particular, West Ham legend, Carlton Cole. Um, <laughs> um, it was a real shock to the system. And it just it just it for me it just looks like absolute just I'm just gonna get as much money as I can. I'm gonna go on anything. He doesn't have a clue about fucking Premier League football, does he? What's he doing there? It's just random as anything. Um I mean, he's done much more credulous things to be brutally honest but it was a slow week for me and it just it was one of those things where he just thought is there anything he won't put his little fat face to you know what I mean he just he just can't help himself
0: I think the only thing he won't put his fat face to is a Joe Biden
1: you know presidential campaign that's about it <laughs> do
2: you know what
1: I mean yeah yeah or uh, or stick up for himself in his podcast well yeah <laughs>
0: I think, I think I think it was it's even more baffling than when he when he was like sat there trying to understand the true Geordie.
2: Yeah.
0: Like I reckon he's just been sat there to Neville with Neville going, Right, teach me some of this. And he's like, All right, hey, Gannon, Gannon,
2: don't the tune do the tune
0: And like the work the work Geordie's just sat there just trying to explain to him. He's like a, a Rosetta Stone for for Newcastle. Um, but yeah I mean, right, you mean just uh, shock <laughs> You're a cup of beans mate. but uh, yeah he's just he's just he's just shameless now isn't he it? it's just anything everything dignity out of the window
1: <laughs> he, he lost that a long time ago didn't he but Jesus uh, yeah, I mean, yeah I, mean, he, I mean to be fair to be fair it's not that great as but it's just Jericho isn't it he's just he's just got it in him He's, he's, he's verging on flair levels, recently. Oh,
0: he is. I mean, did you see his comeback as the Lionheart, like 1993
1: Chris Jericho? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a bit that was a bit desperate, wasn't it? A bit random as well, wasn't it? What's that got to yeah. do with anything? <laughs> that was, that was really <laughs> I listened bad, to him on that man. True Jolly podcast and he was saying that he didn't want to become like a parody of himself and he's bringing like a 1990s gimmick back. Just randomly on TV, so he's already gone back on that.
0: <laughs> he became a parody
1: of himself about two
0: years ago, mate. <laughs> he's just, yeah, that's he not fucked right. it. Absolutely fucked it now. But yeah, like you said though, it's not it isn't the most cretinous thing he's ever done. I mean, I think the Ventura thing is <laughs> possible. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: And and you know, his last eighteen month AEW run in terms of his professional life. Um <laughs> But yeah, he's still, he's still fucking dreadful. I mean, he's—I don't want He's an absolute bell piece, isn't
1: he? Yeah, he—he he screams. He just screams desperation now, doesn't he? That's the problem. Yeah, he's it's, it's wrong.
2: Um, <laughs> so I, have I believe one, you've
1: got a couple, though, haven't you? I think you've got a couple I, this week.
0: I I have one that is 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 a bit more sort of multinational, worldwide. And I've got one that is uh, purely uh, UK, which I'm kind of half and half about, but uh, we'll get into that in a minute. First one is our good friend, the old disco dipshit himself, uh, John Revolta, uh, Glenn Gilbert, the Disco Inferno, a uh, uh, previous uh, nominee on this for his uh, interactions with old Kenny Omega. Uh, this time, this time I I I, I, mm, I can't I, I stuck up for Gilbert in that time.
2: Yeah,
0: he did. Um, I did because he sort of made sense. This time makes no fucking sense, as is usual. Um, he's, he's had a bit of a... He's pissed off old, uh, old Daxy Waxy, hasn't he?
1: Can't be Which, doing that, I'm afraid.
0: No, he can't be doing that. Not, not, not for us, anyway. I mean, he's, Dax Howard part of a tweet saying that Hall of Famer, obviously that's uh, not... That's like, I don't know, is it sarcasm or thinly veiled contempt? I don't know. Uh, disco inferno said I don't punch, I'm a thigh slapper and I wrestle my matches for Melter. Fuck what,
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? No. 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 don't do that. Literally um, and then and you
0: just get the like there's the flood of cretinity that just underneath his comment and it was just like this some LP's called Wade MF Wilson. I'm assuming that's done for Motherfucker uh, or Motherfucking, um, which you know tells us a lot about what he does in his you know time off. Uh, fucks his mother. Um, he's put... Your merch has match ratings on it. The only part I agree with is you wrestle for Meltzer. Um, but sold us the whole roster, so I don't solely blame you. Right. As far as I'm concerned, or as far as I know... Is the the seven star six star FDR was nothing to do with fucking old Meltzer's you know opinions. It was it was to do with the, the belts they've won. They've literally won pretty much everything going, other than TNA. But yeah, uh, it TNA. was um
1: it was um it was a tug in cheek. It was a it was a sort of you know a play on it because obviously the books are, are known for getting the six plus seven stars or whatever. And they thought, well, fuck yous, we've got all the belts, so we're the, we're the real seventh star. that was what they did it. I don't think people are quite grasping what that's about. Um, no, especially... You
0: know, they don't these people.
1: No. Um, and to say they don't punch, I mean, you only have to watch five minutes of the match with, the, with the, the Briscoes the other week, and that's already gone out the window. They've got some of the best working punches you'll ever watch in wrestling at the moment. Especially... Well. Especially that sort of slugging match that him and uh, him and was it Jay had towards the end of the match.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. So yeah.
3: But, it's
0: just... This guy Inferno man, he just he just comes out with utter shit that like, he knows is utter shit to get people fucking hot with him. Do you know what I mean? So he can you know get some more downloads or whatever. I mean, he's he's a proper Russo apologist, and Russo does the same shit. He comes out with bobbins as well all the time. So it's like stuff like this, but then you get all the little gimps on the bottom and it's like, Disco is right, you and Cash seem to be all about the star ratings, the books That's have fooled around with you, you and the serial zero, zero mainstream TV for your story, Disco is spot on, but it's not their fault they zero mainstream TV, it's just, it's fucking, uh, absolutely horrendous, honestly.
1: Yeah, but well, that's just the little young bucks, young bucks freaks, isn't it? Just jumping on it as well. They just can't help themselves. Any, 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 sl- any sort of slander on FTR, they're going to jump on it, aren't they? Because there's obviously that whether it's true or not, that sort of that belief that they don't get on at all backstage. whether it's true, I, I don't know, but which Meltzer touched on a little bit. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, but we won't. Uh, we won't go into that. He's he's had enough nominations recently.
2: He
0: got he got a massive fuck off tablet from Daxxal, so it was all right.
1: Yeah. So that's your sort of that's the sort of main contender that one, in it. What what was your sort of your secondary nomination?
0: Before I get into the secondary one, I'd just like to say Discord Inferno is an absolute fucking penis. I'd rather not even give him any fucking credence, do you know what I mean? I know I know we're not exactly, you know, top tier fucking podcast. and you know what I mean? <laughs> Nobody sort of hangs on everywhere every time I get that. But even this, you know, even to the whoever, whoever listens to us, you don't need to be named. He's a cretin, just like fucking Russo. Yeah. But you can't help I mean part part of me goes don't be saying that about my boys. But then yeah. part of me goes yeah, but even if they didn't really like it, so yeah, they're clearly not like that. They're Clearly no. not an indie kind of that kind of. No, they're not they not quite well. like that. no, so just as a just as a fucking general. It's just thing, it's just famous, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I have another one. <laughs> uh, I saw I saw a tweet from a lady called Ivy. She's a wrestler, British independent wrestler, and the tweet was yeah but how many of you have been in a wrestling match with the actual real Mr. Blobby? Because I have, and it was wild. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna have to say there's got to be sarcasm in there because clearly Mr. Blobby is a costume any fucker can get inside.
1: Um, but <laughs> Here's a bit of context: Who is Mr. Blobby for people that might not be familiar with him?
0: Mr. Blobby, for our uh, younger listeners and friends across the Atlantic, is a ginormous pink blob with yellow spots on him. And he was uh, he was on the telly in the sort of when I was about nine or 10, sort of 91, 92, uh, with old Noel Edmonds on Noel's house party in Crinkly Bottom. And uh, he used to come in and he used to just jump on people and just go brruh, 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 brruh. like that. And he had a number one single, a number <laughs> one fucking single, which just says, a lot about the state of the British uh, charts in the early nineties, um, but this 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 promotion that's put it on, out of Pain Wrestling, based in uh, Nottingham, where Robbie Nutt's from, um, have put this on, and I'd, I'd, part of me I went, oh for fuck's sake, it's, it's 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 bullshit. It's come over here now all this dog shit. But then part of me went, ah, oh, Mister Blobby, blah. blah. <laughs> so, so it's really mildly you know I, mean? I, I mean, I'd prefer to have Timmy Mallet in there whacking people with his, you know, gimmick Gallop. hammer. That he's got. yeah, he's Malley. <laughs>
2: I'm thinking the worth
0: um, yeah, that would that, make more sense. Even yeah. though he wears, he wears like he weighs like about as much as a Rizzler paper, but um,
1: yeah, but Blob, yeah. Blobby's got legs and he can get over Blobby.
0: I don't <laughs> think his gimmick has legs at all. I mean, he's, he's 30 years thirty years deep into his career now and I think he should be wounding it now.
1: <laughs> he wants one last run. <laughs> he
2: does. He's, he's Ric Flair in the <laughs> fuck out of it. <laughs> Speaking of which...
1: <laughs> We've got a new segment.
0: <laughs> We've got a new segment. It's called uh, Nature Boy Watch. <laughs> Woo!
3: Yeah.
0: Um, because, because I, I don't... As we've noticed, it might not be uh, obvious to you guys, but old, old Ricky Flair, figure of four, um, Mr. Windmill, is uh, Mr. Helicopter. He's been he's been on our credit of the week far too fucking much.
2: He seems to be every cool.
0: week. So what we've decided to do is have a little segment called Flair Watch, the Nature Boy Watch, um, and see what he's up to every week and just see if we can, you know, We could give him some dignity back or just completely deride the fucking idiot. So, uh, this week, he's got a new venture. It's called Woo Wings, which is a a virtual restaurant with kitchen data systems.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit you not. (laughs) Woo Wings. Uh, I didn't even know this. <laughs> <laughs> the, Woo,
0: the Woo Wings menu, devel- developed by Team Flair, in conduction with KDS's in-house chef, it's fucking Wings. You don't need a chef, really, do you? Uh, it celebrates one of the sport's most charismatic characters with flavours that match his personal brand. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. But what's a, what's a virtual restaurant?
1: Yeah, uh, it's a takeaway basically, isn't it? <laughs> the virtual, yeah, the virtual restaurant opens
0: with competitive advantages, bringing a reach of over 25 million plus weekly from a combination of Ric Flair's podcasting, no, he had one, um, social media networks, and those of his To Be the Man podcast networks. And the quote from Rick himself was the quote the quote from Rick himself was I love chicken wings. And I really love and I really love flavours that hit you like a chop to the chest.
3: <laughs> to
0: woo! be the man, you've got to beat the man. And these championship wings and legendary flavours from Woo Wings are the man.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's quite funny. That <laughs> I <laughs> thought you were going to go with it, uh... of the. Flavors, though. <laughs> I don't know the figure four, like the figure four wings. Yeah, it has been like wind um,
0: windmill wings, um, helicopter hot wings, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, air hostesses wings. Um, this is so funny. I love Arn Anderson wings, but we all love our Anderson. Arne Anderson yeah. to be
1: fair. I'd have them, I'd have some of them wings, they're quite good. I would,
0: bet better, I bet they're meaty, a bit hairy, and uh, <laughs> you know, eight, eight out of ten most weeks.
1: Get you a, get you a suplex,
0: <laughs> get a spine buster in, <laughs> cut you a promo. Save you Protect from an the By the way, it's
1: the first rounded at the bar. <laughs> oh dear! Uh, there was another. There was another bit of flare. Flare watch action going on. I, I, my am binoc- binoculars out watching his Twitter. Um, <laughs> he basically, I think it was on his podcast or someone else's podcast. I'm not sure exactly where it was. He basically, he he had his he had his last match. Which he, he regrets calling it his last match because he thinks, I can still go, I can still do this. Oh, no, he uh, <laughs> But in his last match, he apparently passed out twice during the match. It's not a great look, uh, considering how old he is. But he sort of, he doubled down on it afterwards. He was saying like, don't worry about me, guys. I just didn't have enough water before the match. I was dehydrated. Um, next time, next time, if I go out there again, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I have all, all the water I need, or something. Just well, embarrassing.
0: <laughs> Cops, tend to be dehydrated. So, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's just, he just, he just non-stop. I mean, in the since he, since he's like health scare when he was like seriously ill in hospital, he's just become this creepy really grab. uncle knobhead. He's got to do something stupid every week just to keep his face out there. He's—it's like—and Jericho's gone. Well, he's the greatest of all time. So you know, I've got to do
1: this. He started early. Jericho started early. He's already in a
0: (laughs) midlife crisis, isn't he, Jericho?
1: I'm sure there'll be there'll be a there'll be a lot more flare watch going forward. I mean, it might there might it might not be every week, but he can't stay away for long, can he? No. but going back to our, our critics, I think, I think it has to go to all Glenn Gilberty. I, I don't yeah. think any, it's got to be on it. He's just showed himself up to be a complete twat.
0: <laughs> the thing is, I think he does it on purpose and it's just like yawn. like, do you know what? Yeah. He's, he's, he's already, already he's a, <laughs> yeah, he's already got a, an award named after him on this podcast. So, so. Glenn Gilbert, you are this week's credit of the week, but you are disqualified from future uh, from you from future nominations because we know you don't actually believe this shit. We know you're just doing it for a pop off idiots. So yeah. fuck you, you're a gimp. And if you ever come onto Nitro, I will tell the people exactly what I think of you every fucking week. Because <laughs> honestly, you actually walk in abortion. Right. So Glenn, disco dipshit.
1: Credit of the week again.
0: Asking this because it's the last one you get it, mate.
1: <laughs> well done, Glenn. <laughs>
4: of world championship wrestling two days removed from hulk hogan becoming the wcw world heavyweight champion two days removed from hulk hogan desecrating the prestigious gold belt that's been the symbol of world championship wrestling for many many years later on in this telecast we will show you the footage the startling revealing footage of what happened at hog wild and Sturgis this past saturday larry well as you can tell by my uh choice of garb tonight it reflects the mood it is a dark day in wcw i am extremely disappointed in the athletes in the dungeon of doom in the four horsemen when hall and nash when they hit the ring against the giant where was the so-called brotherhood of wcw that was going to stand up against the new world odor where was Sting and Lex Luger. Sting and Lex Luger, and we want to show you some of what went down, had their own problems. Let's take a look. It was a tremendous crowd. Bikers, 250,000 bikers from all over the world, came to Sturgis and came to see World Championship Wrestling. The Outsiders in tag team action, Hall and Nash, going up against Sting and Lex Luger from this past Saturday. It was obvious the Outsiders did have a plan. But we have a lot of questions, a lot of controversy. Luger had Hall in the rack. Sting had Nash in the Scorpion Deathlock. Inadvertently, Nick Patrick the referee was hit. Now here are the questions. Did Nick Patrick in retaliation hit Luger behind the knee? Was it in retaliation or was it maybe an accident? And what about the count? Obviously, to me, it was a very quick count from Nick Patrick, one two three he obviously was hurt but he raised the hand of the outsiders in victory and I have to say very controversial a tainted victory for the outsiders well I don't know if the count was fast obviously from the footage Nick Patrick did get kicked in the face by Lex Luger referees you know being little skinny guys fell over and again i'm not the amazing Creskin. we're gonna to have to find out later exactly what happened we have a tremendous program plus rick flair against the macho man randy savage for the u.s title on anderson the giant three title matches two hours as we go to the ring today Pinser, for the first bout this week on nitro
1: right well down to uh to the actual business of the uh of the podcast in particular we are um on the back of Hog Wild from Sturgis um live from Casper Wyoming a bit of a ghost town i heard um, <laughs> um Larry and Tony start the broadcast off as 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 is pretty standard for the first hour these days um Tony says it's a a dark day for WCW after what happened at Hog Wild Hogan uh, what was the word? Besmirching. Was that, was that the word? Desecrate desecration. The desecration of the, the world title belt. Um, and Larry, Larry actually made a good point. So, we actually talked about very quickly on our sort of podcast every day saying, Where was anyone else when this was happening? Where was Sting? Where was Luga? Where was whoever else? Locker- it's a good point.
0: point. Locker room.
1: It's a good point. Uh, they show a couple of pictures from the tag match, um, sort of touching on the controversy with old Nick Patrick. And then they announced there'll be there'll be some big matches tonight, to be fair. Um Flair Savage tag titles rematch. Um and a cruiserweight title rematch as well. We you know, it's pretty they like to do that, don't they? They like to do an instant rematch the night after or the week yeah. or so after. Um, but you know box, yeah, when, they annu- it's back,
2: yeah. when they announced the match,
1: when they announced the matches, I was thinking, yeah, "Here we go, this could be quite good." Um, what do you reckon to so that sort of just the opening gambit? Is that is that the right word? The opening exchanges between Larry and, and Tony. Gambit's,
0: gambit's a great word. Um, yeah, I just thought it was good. I mean, he's, he questioned Nick Patrick. The recap, obviously, the recap all the PPV stuff. And it starts to stop saying PPV. I just have to say pay per view. Honestly, I can't get out of the habit. Um, yeah, the question like Nick Patrick, Nick Patrick, and his allegiances, and um, Larry gets his New World older comment in again for fuck's sake. Let's that must be a Larry in
2: a row now, wouldn't it? <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't think he stops it though. I think it's, uh, I think it's just it's one of them things. That we, yeah, it's like it's like it's like a, one of our gimmick segments. So. <laughs> We get we get a lovely opening match. Oh god, I was uh, I was really really head and hot for this. The Dungeon of Doomed Careers versus uh rough rough and ready and low voltage. Um, <laughs> so we get the Dungeon of Doom of Kevin Sullivan, um, who's just he's just ruining he's his in like, streets in his this world.
2: week,
0: isn't he? Yeah. Oh Hugh Morris, deplorable cretin is. Um, and Meng and Barb, and oh, I feel sorry for them too now. I really do. Faces of fair, but um, so um, old oh, Dicky Slater comes out, a personal favorite of ours. Sexy <laughs> man, that yes. uh, is. he gets no music, none of, yeah, them, no. none of them get any music. No music, <laughs> absolutely, looking dreadful. Uh, what, 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 what were your
1: thoughts on uh, on this uh, wonderful little eight man nightmare that we had to sit through? <laughs> what a shithouse match to start the program <laughs> off! Really, come on. So, some of the matches they had on this card, and they lobbed this on. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Jesus. I, um, I just put in my notes. This is going to be wank. I wasn't wrong. <laughs> it, it was really on,
3: mate.
1: <laughs> um, a couple of little points. Larry made some odd, odd sort of comments about the the ancestors of barbarian again, or it might have been Meng. I can't, I can't remember exactly who he was referring to. About they're Either not way, exactly racist. <laughs> yeah, he's something like, oh, they're not exactly uh, not exactly herbivores or something. You know, he was an odd comment because he mentioned the the, the cannibalism, didn't he? A couple of weeks <laughs> previous, and he's bit of a strange comment, really. Um I also just mentioned, as I mentioned a second ago, Taskmaster no longer in his sort of Hulk Hogan from Wish outfit anymore. No, um, he looks like he's still at Sturgis, doesn't he? I <laughs> mean, yeah, he just arrived. He must have uh, must have been late getting back. Um, match just breaks down. Everyone's in the ring. Meng it a sidekick, <laughs> Gets a win. Absolute shocker of a match. And then rough and ready. Take the frustrations out on old danger, danger, high voltage. Yeah. Any further comments?
0: I thought the crowd seemed to be up for it. Like they were quite raucous at the beginning. Uh, there was a really nasty kick by a Barbarian, and uh, and that was about it. That's like men's side kick. <laughs> no, men's side kick's always nice. It was it was utter turd, and and. But I love Mengen Barbarian, and they need to get away from this because they're so much better than this. Um, and I can just see. could just a uh,
1: tank team on their own, wouldn't they? Just completely yeah. just
0: a
2: separate I entity.
0: I think we do get that at some point, hopefully, from what I can it's remember. But, uh, and then obviously, you've got rough and ready and high voltage. So, dog shit feuding coming.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's going to be like the new John Tenter and uh, Big Bubba isn't it that? <laughs> well, 75 rematches and one of them gets his wig shaved <laughs> so I've said that we haven't seen Tenter since that have we
0: no I think he's uh, I think he's moved on to new pastures. he's probably gone back to sumo or something a sumo wrestler though so you know fair fucks to
1: him yeah fair enough
0: anyway um after that, we uh, moved on to uh, a little segment we like to call The Time with the Wooden Tops.
4: I obviously got something you want to say. Go ahead. We hate to break the rules and bust in here, but we're sick and tired of following the rules. I'm not spending another sleepless night after what happened last night. Isn't that right, Stinger? How about a little challenge oh, here? here? As a matter of fact, That makes two of us that will not have one more sleepless night Everybody's talking about a controversy that happened in Sturgis We don't care about controversy What we want to do is clear it up right here, right now Wait a minute, you're making a challenge for right now? Oh, wait a minute They want the, they're in the ring Well, they're in the ring now, but where were they at Hogwild when we needed them? They were in the ring and hauled wild Larry against the outsiders, and now, as you can see in the ring, and the fans are standing here, they want Hall. they want Nash, they want them right now. And they got the microphone again. Well, at least that's the manly thing to do. They're calling them out. They want it tonight on Nitro. Hey, let's do it. I'm ready for it. Well, I'm ready for it. That's what happens when it's time at the NWO. If the NWO has any guts, they'll show up to the ring right here, right now!
0: So the Wooden Tops rock up, which is... Uh, uh, sting funny. and
1: Luger, if you're not familiar with the, the new term. From.
0: Uh, Luger is blonde as fuck, obviously. Um, apparently neither of them can get any kick because they uh, losing <laughs> sleep. just the fuck.
1: He said they're not having any more sleepless nights, so they're not having it anymore. They can't be dealing with it. Need to make a challenge.
0: <laughs> Stop some night nurse mate and go to bed. Fuck's sake! Uh, they make a challenge and they get in the ring. They call out uh, Hall and Nash. Oh, it comes out and uh, they say they pick their spots. Obviously, they are the heels. You fucking idiots. That's going to rock up because two two wooden knobheads have gone. Come and
2: fight me. What well, did
1: you said, bring the, bring
2: word? the bats? Uh, yeah, bring the bats.
1: Bring the bats as well if you want not uh, Just they are really poor, aren't they? Like, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. like his, history's been really kind to Sting in particular, especially this this back end of his surfer gimmick or whatever it's called. It's yeah. shocking. Promos are terrible. Luger, Luger's just all round. He's pretty poor already. He, uh, the thing I think the thing is with Luger though, he does have a bit more sort of—it's uh, hard to say—but he's got a bit more fire in him, especially when they have sort of the sort of tag matches and stuff like that. They are they're, like you said, they are just there's no personality, is there? No,
0: Can but I mean, don't... he cut that—he caught that decent promo sting, didn't he? And then we were thinking, right, he's kicked out yeah. and he's got to go, and then no, just absolutely he deflated. Does
1: nothing to him, really. no. He's got this like sort of weird like jock like attitude where he's like, oh, I'm hard, I'm hard as fuck. I'm gonna take you on all comers and all this. And you just, I don't know, it's something not quite right about him. I mean, we may, we we may see the obviously we'll see the best of him, probably the best part of his career soon. But not really been enjoying this iteration of his uh, character. <laughs> That's for sure. I prefer the one where he doesn't talk and don't wrestle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that'll be better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But uh, we got to something really good after this, didn't we? I know. What, Glacier? He's coming. He's coming coming soon. He's got to be. I mean, they did announce a few weeks ago he was meant to be coming in in July, and we're already in August at this point of the timeline, so he's still not debuted. This is very much like WWF style of vignettes every week for like three, four months, and we've still not seen him yet. Um, it still doesn't give us a date or a time or a place where he's debuting, so fuck knows when that's going (laughs) to happen. I'm bored as fuck of it, honestly. When he comes in,
0: it's just going to be the the biggest damp squib you've ever seen, and he's cost (laughs) about 48 million quid or something to bring him in with his entrance (laughs) and his outfit. (laughs) Um,
1: I think it was a new and improved package again, so that's the third one. There um, uh, we've got the shadow boxing, everything else, yeah. <laughs> the ice palace in the background and all that. Ice palace, um, yeah. We'll just have to wait and see for when he eventually comes in. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a game changer when he does though, isn't it? Let's be honest. Oh,
0: honestly, straight straight into the title hunt. <laughs> and then we get that uh dulcet sounds of smells like yoga emanating from our television screen. And uh he's back. It's, he's back, it's nice to see some. Some Dallas Page man missed
2: uh, the bucket. Great him back,
0: and the Renegades. The Renegades fucking dumb. Absolutely, <laughs> the awesome. Renegade.
1: What, what happened to his little four-piece group that he that he put together like three weeks ago? Do you remember, him, what, it was the him, 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 Alex Wright, Joe Gomez, and the evil, I can't remember the other one. Was it Jim Powers or someone like that? N-
0: Nuno Betancourt from Extreme. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, that, in, in my sort of brief notes again echoing what you said good to see Dallas back uh, been a couple of weeks since we've seen him I think um, Renegade yeah, comes down and he's... Baby, it? no it's a shame actually you know, They probably could have fit him on somewhere couldn't they um, Renegade comes down he's just like constantly shaking his head he looks like he's got like <laughs> I don't know what was wrong with him. <laughs> Do you know why,
0: though? When he first came in, I'm pretty sure I told you he was there, snide, pound Shop or warrior.
1: Yeah, you did tell me that actually. So yeah. that's
0: why he does all the head shaking, like like Omega does, and stuff like that, and all the looks like he's having an embolism. <laughs> um, I, I just, I just love, I just love heel page. I love bumping heel page because he's just. He's just wonderful to watch. Like he sells he sells so well for the renegade. He makes him look a lot better than he is. Yeah, and he's he just he's just a really great bumping heel. Um and he gives him just enough. I
2: thought Not he did you know,
0: No, he knows when to pull it back. Um I thought he went a bit long with the chin lock. I was a bit mm. a bit tedious. Um he does a hope spot roll up for two, the renegade, clothesline line comeback goes for a vertical suplex, countered into a diamond cut of a three. That was fucking wicked.
1: It was gorgeous, that one, wasn't it? Absolutely really. mint. Really? Wasn't look, look, we've both been saying how much we enjoy a, a bit of DDP, but I wasn't expecting to enjoy him as much as this, to be honest. I mean, before this, I'd, I'd seen bits and pieces of him, and mainly in his, like, <laughs> train wreck WWF run. and. Okay, yeah. We all know how bad that was, so you know I've been really, really pleased with watching him, and he's just so, so good, so talented, especially in this sort of heel persona he's got. Um, Larry, Larry does a good job of putting him over as well. Like obviously talking about the the diamond cutter, how instantly he can snap it, and it came to fruition in the match as well. I get what you mean about the chin lock; it did sort of drag on slightly, especially with the sort of the arm drop and stuff like that. Don't feel like that was sort of needed in a match like this. You save that for the pay per view and things like that on a sort of tense match, I think. Um, yeah. but like you said, the, the the counter into the diamond cutter was just fluid as anything. Drops down, grabs the net, cranks it down for a finite for, for the free. Um, brilliant. What what could you say? DDP just he seems to just get better and better every time you watch him. Hopefully. Hopefully they can sort of put him in a meaningful meaningful feud. Now he had that really short feud with what's his face, didn't he? Dukan. Duggan, Yeah, Uh, that's the only sort of feud he's had very recently. So they could do with just sticking him in there with someone. I'm not sure who, but
0: I I put that exactly. He needs a good opponent. Like I want to see him in something
1: you know decent. Something you can get your teeth into, rather than just sort of random one-on-one matches. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of high, 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 medium you know, sort of. Even in Eddie's one like that, that'd be interesting.
0: That'd be interesting, and Ben Warrim and Malenko. I mean, I know they're not Cruiserweights, and I know they've got their own thing going on, but, like, like Page and Regal or something.
1: Yeah, that'd be good. That could be really good.
0: I'll tell you what we do get next week, spoilers, Malenko versus Regal.
1: That's, yeah, Ah. that that could be naughty.
0: That could be extremely naughty. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, like the page thing. I I, I I never minded him. I thought his WWE Ephraim was shit. Obviously, the the, yeah. the dodgy stalker Undertaker gimmick. But a lot of my judgment was cloudy because everyone's oh yeah yeah page got pushed because he was Eric Bischoff's mate and and all that. And then you're looking back at it now and you think, yeah, but that was fucking justified because yeah. he is decent. And I mean, I know he's a bit. He's one of them really weird. Like ainely guys who like watched all his matches and, and, and pieces it together like that like, like Savage was. Um But yeah, I think he's completely fucking justified Eric Bischoff, mate, or not. I think yeah. he's he's got, he's got charisma, he's got star power, he's decent in the ring, he's he clearly studied
2: You know what I mean of the game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Drew do, do some money as well, thank fuck. <laughs> um otherwise it'd have just been peddling his wares as, you know, uh, head of creative at WWE you
1: now. <laughs> um, after that yes. a de- decent-ish little match, we went uh, went backstage, didn't we? Into the uh, dressing room of the the New World Order. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, man.
5: You all of a sudden... <laughs> now they act like we're important you know yeah i can't (laughs) believe the audacity
4: that these guys have i mean we're on new world order time right now i mean you
5: can make all the challenges you want to boys but hey we're in our gear but we'll do this when we feel ready i can't figure it out i can't figure it out we beat them at bash of the Beach in a six man we did what we say we do at hog wild we beat them and the main thing we accomplished hulkster took their belt you notice it's NWO belt now. Tell these two punks something. I heard some whining and crying about Nick Patrick. You guys blaming your loss on a referee. Senior, he's a fine referee. Don't blame it on him. official Nick Patrick. You a lost. Fine referee. You lost at Hog Wild, And you want to fight us? You're gonna to get to it later tonight. That's regular. Right, and you, you, you lose know, again. You know, I we disagree every once in a while. You know, it's okay. You don't have anything to prove. No. You know. And all of a sudden, you know, they didn't want to sit anywhere around. Now they're calling me, calling my agent. They're banging on the door. I, I got tired of getting up and answering the door here a minute ago. It's the same old thing. Now they want their chance. Now they're ready. Well, you know, if you guys want to have a good workout or something like that, maybe you could have fun with those punks. But the thing is, the thing that really tears you up is they haven't figured out who the fourth and fifth guy are. I mean, we've given them all the so hints. We bring them in? yeah <laughs> stay there yeah. stay there but what are they going to do i mean they're not even smart to figure this thing out and uh now that, you know what this belt i don't even like to look at this belt I think it's too heavy it hurts my shoulder when i'm going through the airport you know we really need to talk about a design you know maybe our own belt you know we can melt, melt that down they got, You got <laughs> that buddy in tampa Seven. right yep. yeah Their buddy Seven. in tampa melt that first thing needs to go first thing we need to get rid of is this thing because that giant cleaned his clock. He's a loser. And Sting and Luger, you losers too. You know? Hulk. Can I Can I use your line, Hulkster? Go for it. What you gonna do <laughs> when Hulkamania, the Outsiders, and the New World Order runs wild on you? You know, that line's okay, but it's not, not fitting the occasion because, I mean, you know, tonight... They want you guys to climb the ring, you got your gear on, you know, I was, I was arguing with you about that earlier, you know, I was really, you know, I didn't want you guys to wrestle each other, and I, I definitely don't want to wrestle you guys, but to get back in the ring with Sting and Luger, I think the last few WCW fans might, might just go ahead and dissolve them if you embarrass them again, which we will, yeah, so maybe what you gotta do is, right, you know, I, I'm really confused now. I'm upset about this whole thing. Don't call us, we'll call you. Absolutely. Stick around, boys. Call right. at you. No, this Herculine sits pretty nice, doesn't it? Might have to get one of these in the uh, house. Huh? Where's any of that birth cake, birthday cake left? they that coffee have, going. I have a uh, booty man bring it in. <laughs> God, <laughs> hey, the Rust-Oleum doesn't come off either, boys. Love the Love shade.
1: Uh, so um, Nash, um, the, the very very cool, and calm, collected, sat there, feet up and stuff like that. Uh, Nash says, "You know, we'll take them on in our own time. You know, you know, it's up to us. We're the we're the we're the money guys and all this, and basically put into bed the, the stupid comments from Sting earlier on. Um, well, he, said, he
0: said, like, we don't we don't need to. We've already beat you, kind of yeah. thing.
2: So it's like, I like that.
1: Yeah." Yeah, uh, and then Hall and Nash defending the integrity of Nick Patrick, saying he's great. He's a senior official, you know. You, you can't, uh, you can't question that guy. I thought that was quite fun. And they, and they, they sort of like they were it was, they were insinuating they were speaking to two two people off camera, weren't they? they were saying, you know, yes. talking about the fourth and fifth man. They were saying you're gonna come in, you're gonna come in. Dink. Obviously, there probably wasn't someone there. To be fair, uh, but it was that was a good little tease. Hogan started off like quite good. He, he like he started. He was quite chilled out in his promo. It wasn't, and then he and then he just went on and on and on and on and on. He really waffled on. I thought. I don't know what you think to it.
0: I thought. He's, I thought. Oh God, he's normal.
1: He's, been, yeah. he's been He was normal, very normal
0: to start with. And then, then as I listened to it, I thought, oh, well, you're still shit. And then I thought he got better as he went on. I thought he got Did into you? it more. I know he waffled a bit, but in terms of what the stuff he was actually saying, I felt was a bit more on their level, sort of NWO level. What
1: like, it is. wasn't let me tell you something, brother, was it? It was very like, just very calm and subtle, like stuff like that. So it was better in that regard, definitely. And uh, Nash does the old Hogan gimmick, what are you going to do?
0: <laughs> Which part of me thinks... Is it was like a, like a sly little piss take on Hogan, Matt? just to just to, just Possibly. to get a wham, because he's doing his head in, so he'll just get a little wind-up in there, but Hogan's too, you know, self-involved to notice, and he'll just say, oh, love me, these guys love he's Using my line. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, line, yeah, I mean, it was all right. I, I thought it was nice that they were just sort of like, they weren't really bothered by it. I thought that was good uh, uh, Good part of the segment, they were just like, Yeah, you know, we're, we're, the, we're the money guys, you know, we're in control of this situation. So, yeah. if you want to, if you want to speak, if you want to face us, you know, we'll, we'll do it in our own time. I thought it was really good that bit. Like I said, Hogan bit wasn't as great, but it was better than some of the other programs he's done, hasn't he? So, that's improvement anyway.
0: It goes without saying, Hall was decent as always. Asking for birthday
1: yeah. cake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but then we go then we got to a match that I don't think anyone wanted to watch really, did they? Let's be honest. Um, Ed versus uh, Austin Powers cousin, Jim. Um James, <laughs> James Powers.
0: Middle end danger.
1: <laughs> I also like to live dangerously. <laughs> um <laughs> uh Jim Powers. I thought Jim Powers looked better than Conad in this match. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> I, I think if, you're gonna, him, I if you're gonna push either of these two blokes, you push old Jimmy Powers over him. He's got a good look. You know, he's not amazing, is he? But he's Conad bland. Ain't... yeah, he is bland. They're both bland though, aren't they? Let's be fair. Um, yeah, but Conan really,
0: really tries not to be, and it just
1: yeah, he tries to be like edgy across. and cool, doesn't he? He just doesn't come across. Um... None of them got a fucking entrance though. Conad <laughs> um, won, just sort of foot of the ropes during a pin. Pretty, pretty short, pretty poor, really. I just put that Conad fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> and then he, uh, and then we cut to Gene in, in the middle of the ring. He, uh, he's got, a, he's got Conad for a promo. And he, he, and Gene says that he saw shades of Hogan in the performance by Conad. Um, I Uh, thought this little bit was quite good where he said "Oh, he he tells G you don't pay my check so shut the hell up or something like that. I thought that was a good little bit of attitude. Um, But after that he just he didn't make it didn't add up what he was saying he was like he was cementing himself as a heel cementing himself as like a heel after sort of you know obviously actions like that in the match. And then he said and then he started saying I've got a foolproof plan to take to, to send a message to the NWO so and he said he's going to fight against the NWO. So it didn't. His ideology and his what he was saying didn't even match up. It was strange.
0: Yeah, I thought it was weird. Like when he said in the shades of Hogan, I'm thinking, yeah, that's the same, isn't it? You put your foot on your ropes, and <laughs> and that's exactly the same as Hogan's heel turn. Totally. Um, it was I just why it was bland. And it's like um, he, he, he gets booed, and he says, "Well, why did you pay to come to see me then?" No, nobody did. Not no one. one
1: did, mate. <laughs> he definitely wasn't even advertised, was he? Let's be honest. Um, he Uses Larry's uh, new world order line. Yeah,
2: get your I'm own glad, material.
0: God, that's catching on. Fucking you um, know. Yeah, the heel turn is weird. He says he's pure WCW. It was weird, weak, and woeful. The
3: match.
0: Um, the match. I had a bit more to say than you did about the match. I mean, I just. He starts off with these like weak palm strikes and knees where you can clearly see they're not connecting anywhere. Um and powers powers him, really, with slams. <laughs> you know, powers by name, powers by nature. Uh Col- 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 that just seems clunky as fuck, like when he's trying to do all the quick stuff. He's when he's doing like the sort of grapple grapply stuff. He's he
2: trying make isn't that he? work,
0: yeah. But when he starts to try and well He's built as Mexican, so I've got to be a bit lucha. He's just really fucking. That's a close-up of Konad's face, not hitting the turnbuckle five times. Why shoot that? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was utter fucking harsh. <laughs> and then obviously he gets the three with his foot on the ropes, and uh, Zabisco where uh, Zabisco comes and goes. The ropes are there. You use them. Which is, you know you can't argue with that logic from over the uh, Larry Z. But yeah, was, yeah uh, I mean, I've,
1: when you, when you said then I've got a bit more to say about the match. I thought, for some reason, I thought you were going to be positive about it, and I was like, <laughs> oh, "No, no, no!" I just wanted to shit
0: on it a little more. I didn't think you'd <laughs> shat on it enough, Matt. It was fucking.
1: Yeah. It was shit. It was poor. It really was poor. Um, <laughs> then, then, <he's> gone. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting
0: for this guy, Ron Stud. <laughs>
1: Yeah, who the hell is he, by the way?
0: Ron Stud, aka the Yeti, aka, aka old T Rex arms. As uh, as Sean Waltman puts, he said he's like seven foot fucking tall, but he's got these little T Rex arms. <laughs> so when he was trying to do the bear hug thing as the Yeti on Hogan and Fingy's his arms just didn't reach, uh, he's not the best. Let's be honest.
1: <laughs> was this him repackaged then after the
0: Yeti? Yeah, if you're if you're a seven foot giant and you're jobbing on nitro,
1: you're not good at something. Yeah, yeah, you're a bit. <laughs> um, yeah. So it, it was him against uh, Benoit, uh, as usual, flanked by uh, the devilish women. Uh, we don't Debra. see um, what's her face anymore, do we, uh, Deborah? I've seen, seen her in weeks. And I can only, only thank my lucky stars for that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I don't like this new Benoit music. It's a bit, just a bit shit, isn't it? I, I prefer this Clarkson music. Clarkson drive music. I don't really like this because it's,
0: it's got cowbell in it, and a smorgasbord of cowbell, and I, do, I like a bit of cowbell.
1: We need more cowbell.
0: <laughs> when you, when you, When you, like... I played. I played in like a, a, a sort of southern southern rock band for a couple of years, and you know, if you play in a southern rock band for a couple of years, you, you get a lot of cowbell, and you kind of just become
1: accustomed to the cowbell. <laughs> um, this this guy in the rings, we fair, I'd never seen him before, but he's fucking huge, isn't he? What did he say? Seven yeah. foot? He's, he's not seven foot, yeah. Um, <laughs> Benoit slaps him in the face twice. That's quite a reach. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs>
0: the ironic thing is the old old Ron Studd tried to slap Benoir in the face, he probably couldn't reach him with his little arms.
1: <laughs> um Benoir eats a few shots in the corner. He starts to take out the vertical base, like viciously working the leg. It makes sense. Take that, you know, trap down the tree and all that. Um mm. big man sort of gets back into it going up top, Benoit manages to cut him off. It's a huge superplex from I yeah. think it was from the top rope for free. That was impressive. that was nice. That was really nice. Uh, big win for Benoit makes him look like a big big star. He beat fucking absolute beast. Um, we found out. I think I think he's got a match against the Giant, has not he? So I think that's why they did that. Yeah, probably.
0: Um, My big takeaway from this was I know I know I know when he did the Yeti. Uh, he was involved with Hogan and the Giant and stuff, but I'm surprised they didn't repackage him as like a, as something for Hogan to just beat. You
2: yeah. know What I mean?
0: Um, it's, it, yeah, he it, starts mauling Ben White standard big man stuff. When Ben White drop kicks the leg, though, he goes down like an absolute sack of fucking spuds. And to be fair to him, he sells it like fucking crazy. I'll give yeah. him that. But when when he sort of he goes up. To, he tries to go up to the top rope. Ron Stud and he stops selling the leg. Like he's selling it like a fuck for yeah. a minute, and just stopped selling it. And I'm just Slight like, it like yeah, it was, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't the worst. It certainly wasn't the best, but it was the right result at the end of the day. Um, it did
1: its job, didn't it? Got Benoit over as a big threat, being someone like that. It does. It does. Yeah.
0: Um, and then all the uh, Gino. Gino cuts in with uh, Benoit, etc. Um, he tells woman that he's a bit lightheaded, doing his old little he can't help, can't help himself yeah, she's stroking know. him again he
1: hasn't done no, that for yes. a wee, few weeks
0: sex <laughs> offender gene um, he recaps the Malenko match and, he, and to be fair he puts Spenwa uh, puts Malenko over he,
2: yeah he does like,
0: but he says he's got an agenda um, and it was just classic shit wooden
1: Benoit promo, wasn't it? It was. It started well. It started well when he was obviously he was putting over his match with Malenko and stuff like that, and then he just started waffling, didn't he? He, he? he just he tends to just lose his way a bit, doesn't he, as he goes on, especially when he's he's been given sort of something yeah. to speak about in particular. He, he just tends to lose his shit a little bit. But um, well, this is where Gene's so good, and if you can. not when
0: you're getting prompted by Gene and asking the question like leading questions where you can, he's giving you sort of meat to get your teeth into on it, and you still just can't do it, then, you know, it's not
1: for you. It's just not for you, no. is it? No. <laughs> I don't think it ever was, though, was it? Let's be honest. That's not, uh, let's, try, let's try and polish uh, anyway. Um, that's it anyway. Um, they, uh,
0: they recapped the Steiners and Harlem Heat there. Uh, no mentions of the old uh, racism. No.
1: So um second hour begins, doesn't it? Old uh, Bischoff's back. Um alongside old Bobby the Brain. So uh, So um as as they normally do, they take over hour two. Um Bischoff's loving it, and he? He's just he's so enthusiastic. Um <laughs> At least they actually started the hour two in between a match this time, rather than doing it in the middle of something or a promo or something like that. Um, yeah, that,
0: that always the timing issues that we've had with that in the past has always been a bit of a uh, a bugbear for us because it's just fucking ridiculous. Sometimes, yeah,
1: you get um, you get a little bit of a sort of little tease of, of something there. Bobby's sort of questioning where the whereabouts of Bischoff recently, and he's sort of. He, Eric sort of brushes over it doesn't he so yeah, uh, So obviously we know what happens eventually I'm not sure exactly the timeline of when that does happen but um, what, he marries a hairy biker
2: <laughs> what kingy. kingy kingy
3: yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: mate, uh, I've got some kingy mate I've got some you know duck sauvignon mate it's great
1: <laughs> little touches um <laughs> <laughs> but then um, we, we get another return match, um, World Tag Team Titles, Harlem Heat against the Steiners. It's just pretty much the go-to in it for them. They just rematched like the entire yeah. pay per view over the next like two or three weeks or whatever. Um, just when just when Harlem Heat were getting close to that prop that classic gear, they've gone the other way again. They've gone full red again. I know. I know. It's a shame. They were getting there. They were getting really close. Um, obviously, that we had a lot to say about the the pay per view match, in particular the 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 con- conduct of the crowd. We did say then that we were look hoping that we saw this match again, and we get it the next night on Nitro, or next couple of nights after on Nitro. Um, what do you reckon to this one?
0: Um, I I played the, the Eric Bischoff drinking game, which was how many times will this fucker mention the word Sturgis, Harley Davidson, motorbike, or Hogwild, you know, and take a drink every time he does? I was shit-faced by the end of this match.
1: <laughs> Do you see it when he was putting all the great people of Sturgis over, making everyone feel so welcome? Was he not oh, watching this? Yeah.
0: All, all the bikers made us feel so at oh, home. Fuck off. <laughs> Where, where's your home? Racist, Phil. Fucking okay, Nazi Germany. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was annoying because he just made it utter turd, Eric Bischoff. He was just all he talked about was fucking motorbikes, and I thought, Do you know what, they've done it now, can we just,
2: just get it over right, move on
0: to Normal thing, yeah. And but the stein has got a fucking ginormous pop as well, Big so. Down, yeah. But I felt that was more organic and not just because they were white. Yeah, My not like the, boy. like the last match. <laughs> yeah. um, obviously, you get the classic sign of stuff big belly to bellies, uh, Harlan Heenan group. Um, and then he starts fucking going about Harley's again. No one fucking cares, man. Um. Rick body drops Stevie, uh, holds his arms, and then tags in. And even Heenan puts that over, saying, you know, smart, smart, tag team wrestling. He keeps holding the arm before he tags in. Yeah.
2: Um.
0: Stand. They have a break, obviously. Stand. Come back. stars are still on top. Um, and then they start going about uh, the Clash of the Champions, uh, saying, "Oh, Mysterio More Dragon is on the Clash of Champions." Well, why is it on here if it's on Clash of the Champions? Then that's three times <laughs> in a week.
1: <laughs> Clash cha- of we, we, we might have to watch that. Either. There's a couple of good stuff on that. Apparently.
0: Uh, I'll see if I can uh, see if I can source it. I do not <laughs> have it. sadly uh, but I will try and source it from, uh, from my uh, sources, um, HP and Heinz. Um, <laughs> there's a massive lariat by uh, Rick Steiner out on the outside. Yeah, that was um, Yeah, it's like getting hit with like an iron bar. It must be <laughs> solid. And then that that, that slammed that me and you, love, so much. When he where do a sort of leapfrog and he just catches me there. Never got never get bored of that. No, it's mostly, like, you can watch essentially what the Steiners do: a big lariat and meaty suplexes and slams, and the occasional stand screwdriver.
1: To, so they, tend to, they tend to sort of. Not every match feels the same, which is no. good about them. I think. Like even though they are the, the move set, when you look at it, is, is a little bit limited at times. But the way they they, they they modify the suplexes and stuff like that. It, it's not just like Brock when he's just doing a German suplex twenty times or something like that.
0: That was that was the that was the sort of you know that was the comparison I was going to make the Lesnar thing. How you know exactly how a Lesnar match is going to go? And the yeah. German the fuck out of you for you know ten minutes and just then have five of you a couple of times. Yeah. But like I do like the, the way the Steiners sort of mix it up. Um, it all sort of breaks down. Uh, after Scott does his underhook powerbomb, which I fucking love as well. Um, Rick goes after the Colonel. Uh, it was a bit of a wacky finish. Um, yeah, with cool. the... Uh, yeah, it was like Scott Suplexes Booker back into the ring. But obviously, Booker does that counter where he sort of falls on top of him. Sherry holds the leg. Yeah. And then Parker walks in and just like Rick a trump falls over him and he gets DQ'd.
1: It was, it was it was a shocker of a finish, wasn't it? It really was. I don't know if someone someone must have fucked it up at some point there because that was shocking. That been,
0: the Sherry holding the leg is a good finish for that. It gives it yeah. gives the standards an out and it carries on the feud. You know what I mean? Because they're always going to be fucked finishes. But that Kurt, he just wanders in like he's just fucking walked out of the amnesia clinic. Don't know where he fucking is. All he did was like a white gown. And he was just like stumbled over <laughs> him like a moron. <laughs> when I was watching,
1: I was like, "What the fuck's going on here?"
0: <laughs> could not believe but, it. Yeah, but and then they sort of, they sort of break it down into sort of molecular detail to try and make uh, Nick Patrick look like he's not dodgy because he called it, he called it right there.
2: <laughs> what do you
1: reckon? I thought it was a, I thought it was a good match up until that yeah, point. Me too. I thought it was nice, back and forth. Steiner's had a lot of control, but but obviously you always had that lingering doubt of whether the managers would get involved for Harlem Heat and stuff like that. Um, but they they fucked it. Um, it was a really shitty finish. It was a bit like they almost... It was a bit like they sort of fucked the finish a little bit in the pay-per-view as well with the pow- powder in the face of Booker as well. So they had to oh, go back a and the thing. Um, <laughs> he's, he's just not at it, is he? So like, Mr. fucking Bean, isn't <laughs> like that that bit that that yeah, you could've that was like a scene from Mr. Bean now where he's stumbling in the ring, he trips over Scotty Steiner, I think. Just
2: yeah, needed a
1: little teddy bear and a fucking green mini and he'd be right on it. <laughs> uh it was a shame because I was enjoying the match. that tends to happen a lot on TV though. You, you you'll you'll get really into a match and then there's a crappy DQ finish out of nowhere or a or a crappy count out or something like that. It's frustrating. Um,
2: uh, yeah,
1: I, I agree with you there. But well, um, I'm assuming this match will happen again. You'd like to think so. Um Yeah, you, you definitely think so. I just want to see him have a proper match to fruition, where there's a cleanish finish, where there's not like where there's not a shitty crowd as well. <laughs> like the two matches we've seen of him was a crap finish in the second one. First one was fucking riddled with racists at ringside. <laughs> yeah. um, so. I just want to see him have, a, have a, 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 just a nice, clean match. Um, we get a little bit more recap as well after that, though, don't we? Uh, of the, the old bike v bike. Uh, oh. <laughs> Eric, Eric is just absolutely buzzing over it, isn't he, the entire time, like the clip's on. Um, he's just did, like,
2: you hear, did you hear him when
0: he said something like, oh, it was a Honda? He went, huh, it might have been a Honda. I didn't know. I didn't notice. It's like I only drive American bikes, me.
1: <laughs> he likes American things. But...
0: Yeah. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, Hal, as in, as in you know Harley. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what wine snake? Um... <laughs> <laughs> um. So we, I mean, Eric's buzzing the entire way, and he's on about Medusa smacking up the Honda, Honda bike and stuff like that. Um, we again we then get another instant rematch. Um you did allude to it a minute or so ago. Cruiserweight title. Ray versus Ultimate Dragon. Ray entering first as the champion, not a fan of that. Never a fan of that really. don't really get that. Um no, me neither. You did it again. I think you did it at the pay-per-view as well. It's a bit I mean, a bit disrespectful to your champion, I think. Um for whatever yeah, me reason. Too. Um, it's only a small thing, but I, even nowadays when you see it, it annoys me. Um, drag, dra, dragon, Ultimate Dragon comes down to the ring and he asks, he's spitting some dust or something out, and and, and Bobby says okay. something like, Yeah, is... Yeah. chili." <laughs> <laughs> chilly. That, that was funny, that. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was quite funny, that. I'm surprised they didn't get old uh, Mike Tenet in for this one. He must have been busy. Must be all day or something. <laughs> Scouting in uh, Mexico. Yeah. Um, this was a, this, I thought this was a really fun, fast-paced match. I don't know about you. Um, I like the fast start by Dragon, fast kicks, spinning backbreaker was fun as well. It um, yeah. was, a, well, was a, sort of a, a modified backbreaker, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I,
2: I could, uh, uh,
0: oh, he's,
1: uh, he's ripped off Nicky Bella's rack attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that famous move. Love um, yeah, yeah. love that huge running power, Bobby. Like folded Ray up like a fucking accordion with that. That was naughty. Um, good sell yeah, by yeah. Uh, by Ray. Ray gets a bit of offense going. Urakunrana running sort of springboard sent onto the outside. He got some serious height on that. Um, I actually thought this this very small. Match in length, it sort of length anyway. I thought it was better than the pay per view match because I, I did it,
2: too. Yeah, because I, I think
1: it, it sort of it highlighted both men's qualities rather than draw, drawing it out. It was a really nice, fast paced match. Um, I think it wasn't
0: as messy as the pay per view match.
1: No, there was there was more opportunities for fuck up, especially with that that sort of distance between the ring and the floor and stuff like that. Yeah. That that sort of played a bit of a part. Um, yeah, yeah, nice, really nice, beautiful sort of like underhook German suplex as well for a bridge with by uh, Ultimate Dragon. That was oh. nice. Yeah, that, that was, was really nice. Um, and then um, Ray sort of counted. I mean, it was a lot of dominance by Ultimate Dragon. To be fair, like he he he's in really? control for the majority. Um, and then he sort of countered his power bomb attempt. Ray countered his power bomb attempt into a sort of pinning the roll through type pinning predicament to retain the title. I thought it was a good match. Really fun, fast paced, short match, and it did what. And obviously, I think, I think you'll have these. Obviously, as you mentioned, they have a match the same week, or maybe it's the week after, or whatever it is. So, I'll be looking forward to watching them again. I enjoyed this one, I enjoyed it better than the pay per view, anyway. What do you reckon?
0: I thought it was a great little match. Um, I mean, Ray, Ray looks great, he's over as fuck. He, even Heenan puts Ray over, which you know is pretty surprising. Uh, and then you get uh, Ultimo Dragon with Sonny Ono, because you know, if you're Japanese, you get Sonny Ono. Um, okay. I, thought, I thought Dragon looked great as well. Um, so, if there's one thing we've learned about Mr. Bischoff, it's that he, uh, he loves motorbikes, but he also loves martial arts. Now, Dragon <laughs> attempts two martial arts kicks, and Bischoff nearly comes. Then he hits three, and Eric just explodes all over the desk, honestly. He was talking that proper fast, like a you know, like a, a horse racing commentator. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Obviously,
0: a few more furlongs till the finish. He's just <laughs> fucking. Ray takes such a good fucking beating, doesn't he?
1: Though. Oh god, yeah. So sympathetic, isn't he? As a babyface.
0: There was a bit where Ray sort of catching himself on the top rope, almost like a hand, like a handstand on the top rope to keep himself up. And then does a springboard run. I'm just like watching the guy going, "What the fuck have I just seen?" It was insane. Um, does his somersault plancher. and then uh, uh, Dragon does his like skin the cat thing into a dive, which he did at the pay per view, which looked a lot better than he did at the pay per view. was um, an obscene, did this obscene backdrop counter into a into that double underhook German, which was brilliant. Um, does a moonsault for two? Not showing off. Does an Asai moonsault for uh, a power bomb into uh, into a roll by uh, Ray for three. I thought it was a cracking little match. Great, loved it.
1: Yeah, good. Uh, Ray did also. I don't know if he caught it on the map, he, he was speaking into the camera talking about Malenko again. So maybe yeah, maybe we'll, maybe I we'll I get
2: that. No. We well, yeah, hope you so.
1: He was talking about Malenko saying, "Look, if you want this title back, come and get it." been really along those lines. Don't don't quote me on that, but he said something along those lines. Uh, really fun match. Um, then we got another another title match, something we haven't seen for a few weeks. To be fair, due to other things like Savage being involved with like the NWO stuff and things like that, so we came back to the old Flair of the uh, Savage feud that was one of the better things on the TV for a while. Uh, obviously two of the biggest stars they've got really, isn't it? Flair.
0: It really fucking annoyed me this though, because it wasn't even main event on tele, and it's been built for months and months and this was put over as a payoff to
1: it. Yeah, this was the blow-off apparently.
0: Yeah, and it made no sense, because this is like a pay-per-view match of the highest order.
1: Yeah, Definitely, it's a it's an odd one. isn't it, I don't know why this wasn't featured on as a, a sort of pay per view opener or something like that, just to really get you going, something like, or even just a main event on TV, whatever you know, or one of those sort of special events like a Clash of Champions or whatever. Exactly, um, They
0: got the fucking Clash of Champions on Friday.
1: For fuck's sake, why is it not on that? Madness! Yeah. Absolutely madness! Here's an, it? It an odd one. Um It's nice to sort of go back to it. I thought they just sort of sacked it. That's the only, that's the one thing you can say about it. it. Looked like they were just going to forget about it because of the whole NWO thing. Um, but Bobby sort of still in absolute shit in it about what Macho might do. Right? And he obviously, they've yeah. got it in this last few months he's or insane. whatever.
2: He's
1: insane, uh, yeah. Uh, Macho comes out. He looks fucking mint, Duddy. He? he looks absolutely mint until he takes his hat yeah. off. Yeah,
0: he's, he's mustard with a bald spot. He really is.
1: <laughs> what do you reckon then to this match
0: they said as they come out they were like oh the only thing Sa- Sa- Savage cares about is that US belt Savage do not give a fuck about the US belt it's not about the belt is it the whole thing's never been about the belt it's about fucking the belt London, wasn't even involved
2: with it in the beginning that's the no.
0: thing it, it goes off it absolutely goes off at first back and forth back from number one to Flair <laughs> chokes him and Flair comes in with a thumb to the eye Savage is still on it as as Savage does, because he's great. Um, Savage is, Savage is mint, it's just like high-octane madness. It's just, like just never stops, does it? Liz slaps him, and Savage just fucking goes mad and dies for her through the ropes. It was great. (laughs) Crazy bastard. I mean, it's a bit, it's a bit problematic if what's been said about their relationship is true. But, Mm. in in a wrestling context, I'm having to, you know, I'm trying to put that to one side. Um, Backdrop number two. Uh, Flair flare counters the axe handle. hard but like it, Savage has a hard bump outside. A woman absolutely boots. <laughs> 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 Flair works the east. Classic Flair, figure four, ropes as always. Does everything with the ropes and all that. Savage reverses it. There's a press slam off the top. I'm going to say that's uh, backdrop three, even because it's the same bump. Um... Yeah does his turnbuckle gimmick gets clocked obviously never learns And we have a ref bump uh, backdrop number four on the floor ouch Hogan fucking randomly comes down and hits Savage with a chair Flare pins right Savage is knocked out and Flare pins him He's still got his feet on the ropes because that's just like the Flare pin
2: I found that was
1: hilarious. That <laughs> he was absolutely out cold, and he thought, "Let's just put the feet on the ropes, just in case." Yeah. Just be a little, just,
2: uh, I've got, I've got a bit of heel.
1: Um, woman, like... woman was holding his boots down as well. <laughs> I mean,
0: I mean, is that is that is that that saying, like Savage? Is that lunatic that he, if, even if he's out cold, he can, he's still a slim chance of getting up and pummeling
3: you? Yeah.
0: They're clearly making it like flares and cahoots in cahoots and the fourth man aren't they yeah yeah, I thought it was I thought it was I thought it was decent as a as a match in a vacuum, but I thought it was a bit of a waste of the actual match I thought they could have done a lot more with it um
2: yeah
0: and it see always seems to be it always seems to be used to fuel other angles
1: yeah it it did, it yeah. does doesn't it. A lot, even even at some of the earlier things we watched, like that slap at the the lethal lottery thing, that you know, that it it, they sort of used it for the wrong reasons at times rather than like it was like every match they were in was like a a feud further or anything like that. Um, I enjoyed it, I, I did enjoy it. I think it was like there was a lot of intensity to it, which was good. Um, and Obviously, Macho, he has that sort of he keeps a high pace. I don't I don't know how old he was at this point, but he He's know, he still kept a good a good high energy and high pace to the match, which was fun. Um It was a nice different. It was nice that like it it started off like that, but then Flair got his 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 sort of net, his his teeth into it. and He slowed the pace down. I like that. So it had sort of like different levels to the match and things like that. It was fun. You're always going to get the outside stuff with like the the, the women and stuff like that, and yeah, it's just oh yeah, what you come to expect with a with a flare match. The the Hogan thing was was just came out of nowhere, really. Didn't, it? didn't didn't really. I didn't expect it. No, no. Sort of saw source a distance. I thought it was I thought it was Mongo at first, but then obviously got closer. It was it was Hogan. Um, okay. just an odd one, really. You just wouldn't expect that to happen. We do get a little bit of an in, like, explanation a little bit later, don't we? With 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 Hogan. Um, yeah, well, no, to recap that absolute stone
0: cold classic versus the cheating and the hot wild. Fucking okay, uh,
1: hot wild. Well, um, like you said, um, obviously Flair wins with his cheating as well, and, and and Bobby and Eric are sort of convinced that Flair's in cahoots with 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 Hogan and the NWO, and they sort of try to pedal that. And Like you said, they um, showed video footage of the elder attack on the booty man, didn't they, at the main event? Um, and the spray paint of the world title. I didn't think they were actually going to show footage. They don't normally do that on the one after the pay per view.
0: No, they don't. They uh, do the old picture shit.
1: Yeah. So that was quite that was quite good. Um, and then we got uh, Gene back in the entrance in the entrance way.
6: You know, I saw you, Eric, his Grand Larceny. There's a dark cloud that hangs over World Championship Wrestling tonight, and especially here in Casper, Wyoming. We have one man who is laid out of the ring. That's the Macho Man, Randy Savage. We'll keep you posted on his condition. Now you talk about referees getting their palms greased. You talk about wrestlers being on the take. Hulk Hogan, what you have done to a man that I know that you have known for many, many years, the booty man, and now this tonight where in the devil is the new world order going
4: well all of a sudden brother the new world order is real important around here first we take the wcw title easily i might add we transform it into the new world order belt and then all of a sudden red turns to green brother as you see the macho man one of my former friends laying out in the middle of the squared circle, brother. You know, the way I feel right now, there's just no stopping the new world order, Mean Gene. What about Ric Flair? Ric Flair's gonna try stopping this Thursday night,
6: 8.05 Eastern Time on TBS at the Clash of the Champions. You're gonna have your hands full. Well, what
4: this whole thing boils down to is business, brother. I already told you why we attacked the WCW. We attacked the WCW for a reason, not because of who was there. I didn't care if General Custard himself or President Clinton was there. We were there for a reason, and we accomplished that mission. Just like when condominiums were burned in Waco, they burned them for a reason, not because of who was in there. That's why Ric Flair, brother, that's why I did what I did tonight. I wanted to make sure that sets all the fans out here. Everybody in the WCW has such a high regard for your past accolades, dude. I wanted to make sure there wasn't a hair missing, a mark or a scar on your body because in a clash of champions, when I step in the ring with the new NWO belt, the new NWO champion, I don't want any excuses, brother. When I wipe you out right in Denver, Colorado, 72 hours from now. All right, uh, a couple of other things that I want to talk about. We are,
6: right now, awaiting the arrival of the Outsiders, and they're going to lock it up, as
4: I understand, here tonight with Lex Luger and Sting. Well, you know, without a doubt, the Outsiders are here to clean up a little bit of business for the Holster and the NWO, dude. But I want to tell everybody, when my Outsiders get done, with the Staker brother and Flexi-Lexi, we're going to change all their names. Because everybody has nicknames around here, just like the Nature Boy. They don't apply anymore. We're strictly business in the NWO and we're going to categorize, categorize everybody with certain names, brother. So from now on, people like the Nature Boy are going to be right in the proper category. And as far as I'm concerned, starting in Denver, Colorado, Ric Flair will be known as the stupid little man, brother. Because stupid little man, if I would do that to my best friend, if I would do that to the macho man, what do you think I'm gonna do to you, brother? See you later, chump.
6: I have got a very, very sick feeling right now in the pit of my stomach. Stay tuned. We're going to have more night rolls here from Shaft for a while. He's probably
1: fine. Um, out comes Hogan to, um, to sort of explain his actions over the last week or so. Um, yeah, it's not
0: odd? Gene, Gene
1: started going about dark
0: clouds and grand larceny. <laughs>
1: um, he, he says that he explains he sort of he, he helped Flair because he wants Flair at his best for their match at Clash of Champions on Thursday. Didn't, which, we,
0: have, didn't we have that in another feud where he says like I've, I've beat up the other guy? Yeah,
1: wasn't it? Ice train, it was ice train, wasn't it? Right? Yeah, it was. It's yeah. not an ice train. Odd that because you'd think a heel would want them at their weakest. Rather, exactly, you know, that makes more sense to me. Um. He's getting a bit better with the heel thing, but then when it comes to like a live mic, he can't help but go to like the default of the brother, brother, brother. Like he can't help himself. Dude. Like, yeah. Like when he's doing a pre tape in the back, he was like quite chilled. They must have had like a few takes of it and stuff like that. But when yeah. he's live, he, he just goes to his, his default setting of, of that type of promo. A belligerent <sighs> idiot. This was a stinker for me. absolute oh, stinker, bro. You when you're know, going on about? I'm, I'm going to categorize every categorize categorize everyone and all this. I'm like, what is yeah. it going on about? Oh God, Honestly, it. you talk talk us through it because I I was a disbelief watching <laughs> it to be honest.
0: Well, he says he took the he says he says he took the belt easily. There's no stopping him. Um, he mentions fucking Waco, like really weird, like two years out from the Waco sort of in, incident and everything. Um, he says he helped Flair because he wants he wants a tip top Flair for the thingy. He's proper postman party. He really is
3: <laughs> it's absolute
0: animated delivery. And then he starts calling Sting and Lex Luger, which the wrong nicknames. Instead of the wooden tops, he calls them Stinker and flexy Lexy. <laughs> and then and then he does this weird tangent about about nicknames. Oh, we've all hey, got nicknames. Uh, you can't say categorize twice. He can't say it. <laughs> um, and then he's, he, he now decides that Flair's no longer the nature boy. He's now the stupid little man from work.
1: From work. <laughs> the stupid little man, Ric Flair. It's <laughs> <He's> just rambly <laughs> as
0: fuck. And it's like, it went on for about three minutes and he's just like. It went on way
1: couldn't... too long. They should have cut yeah. him off. It, it was really shit. <laughs>
0: you're, not cut, you're not allowed to cut Hogan off. Hogan does what Hogan wants. It's like he just he just
1: doesn't know when to stop talking yeah he, he just doesn't he, it's like like I was just saying a minute ago like he's not he's still not grasping the heel thing he's still he still can't get his head around it um I'm sure he'll get better but he hasn't really yet <laughs> um yeah it's just when he's got a live mic he just goes to that like the old school promo and i, I, I think it's because he sat there with gene as well it's like like it's just like it brings back memories of like 10 years ago or whatever. He's like, oh, this is what we used to do, Gene. Do you not remember? Um, I don't know. He, he, he cut an absolute stinker though, didn't he? It really was bad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it really, really was bad. He called, he called Sting the stinker and I'm sorry, but Sting's promo was better. <laughs> it was.
1: It was. And that wasn't bad. That was bad as well.
0: <laughs> no, and then it he, then he oddly goes back to Anne Anderson being fucked up at Disney. For Some
1: reason, yeah, that was. I don't know what that was about, they just
0: sort of, and then, uh, yeah. Just it's just odd, don't it? Sorry, mate.
1: No, I think mean they're just sort of like showing the destruction they've caused or something like that. But it just we've already seen that about 70 times at this point, haven't we? They've shown it every week since it happened, I think.
0: Yeah, um, and then it was, like a, it was like a long shot, and you could see some mascot nobbing about in the ring, couldn't you? It was just odd, <laughs> and then. And then they're um, they going about some chaos ensuing and Eden starts panicking again. And then we see Hall and Nash through the crowd.
4: As mm. It has become all of a sudden a trademark of the NWO. And what you saw just a little while ago with Hogan and Savage certainly represented that. But now I understand. Wait a minute there's a lot of chaos there's a lot of chaos here they're talking to me from the truck well i wish i knew what was going on here no i don't either and i guess the match is on this is it i guess it is nwo time but we don't know where they are we can't find them somebody tell me what is going on here i want to know where they are right now or i'm leaving listen we've seen this happen before please stay with us they said that they would accept the match Sting and Luger want the match It is going to happen, they're telling me From the production truck It's going down, but nobody can find them Nobody can find them see, I don't see them anywhere They're playing games with us Every week they play games with us And we let them play games with us Somebody's got to put a stop this. If it's Luger, if it's Sting, I don't care who it is I can't work under these conditions, nobody can Look WCW may have There they are there they are, the outsiders coming through the crowd.
1: Yeah, so as you said, Hall and Nash enter through the crowd. Did it before? It was a, uh, it was done. It, it's done popularly every week now. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um. Yeah. So they come out through the crowd. The, the music starts for all Sting and Luger. Luger's down. There's no Sting to be seen. Um. <laughs> Luger gets in the ring, double clotheslines lines on both. Um, referee rings the bell, and then stings out of nowhere. He comes from the—I think he came from the crowd as well. He top rope Lariat to, to Nash because
0: he's forbidden it all, dog gimmick.
1: <laughs> it was—it was—it was a bit fuck. It, it was a bit hundred mile an hour to begin with, wasn't it? It was just yeah. got never really stopped. Uh, Hall and Nash take a little bit of time on the outside just to get composure and all that, and. What do you reckon to it then? Because obviously Nick Patrick was the referee as well.
0: Yeah, um, I mean Harlan, that's not cool as fuck. The, the red, the red is still not for me. It's it's like the Harlem Heat thing for me. I mean, it, they all need black. Um, <laughs> only only Jurgen, like you said, no Sting. Um, Luger, Luger goes on a tear. To be fair, he goes, he drops them both, and then Sting dives in, cleans out. big cluster. Uh, Sting on Nash, Luger on Hall and They double-team Sting Luger evens it up um, And then they mention that That was over the top rope, that's a DQ Yeah, well, I don't
1: know what they, they were fucking on about
0: uh, I mean, that is that is The rules, quote-unquote But it's never enforced, ever Apart from that other week when it was uh, Dave Taylor versus Somebody yeah. the Who was, was that? It's got no,
2: it's, yeah, it's not like, it. like that. I can't, yeah, like I can't remember
0: what it was, but yeah. Um, Sting gets up a hand and he does a splash on Nash, and then he goes to do a splash on a Hall. But I thought he would just move.
3: Yeah, oh no,
0: that. oh no, we'll find out later what actually happened. um Benoit, Mongo, and Flair come down horseman style, uh, and the outsiders get off through the crowd again. Um, which, uh, which is. I don't know if it works. It's it's classic chicken shit heel, but they're not supposed to be chicken shit heel. They're supposed to be cool as fuck. Take over heels.
2: So also sick men.
0: Yeah, true, true. And obviously Hogan's not coming down because, you know, he's, he's got his money in that. Yeah, he's got Get the money brother. Um, Yeah, he's definitely done his time. He he gets paid by the hour. Clearly he's clocked (laughs) off. Um, But, yeah,
1: what did you reckon to it? I thought it was a bit... It was a bit much, to be honest. It was a bit... It was a cluster, really. I didn't like it. Um, sort of... It was all a bit... I know they sort of feed into the fact that pa- Nick Patrick was the referee and stuff like that. He just seemed like he was just letting it go. Um, and everyone yeah. was just in the ring pretty much all the time, so that there was no tags or anything like that. Um I suppose it worked because it's obviously there's heat, there's a heated rivalry going on, so that kind of worked in that regard. Like you said, uh, there was there was more to meet the eye than the than that sort of pull away by um, by Nash, yeah. uh, not Nash, sorry Hall. Uh, um, yeah. Like I, like you, I thought he just sort of just ducked under as you know, normal sort yeah. of as you would do. Then we get the replays, which was quite it's quite good. That to be fair, Bischoff and off sold it quite well, actually. On commentary, and, like, oh yeah, I'll give
2: him that.
1: Yeah, he, the sort of disgrace in it, and he, he could, you could—you could clearly see he pulled him away, and he sort of left the ring instantly as well, didn't he? So that sort of fed into that as well. Yeah. So he's obviously, building that to, to eventually become like a big part of the storyline. Um. I just, yeah, I just think it, it probably could have done it a bit better. I, I don't think they, they should have done it a week this like two week, two days after. I just think it, they could have they could've waited. They could have given like the NWO and go, no we're not doing it tonight. We we'll beat you the other night, we'll, we'll do it, we'll do it on our time and things like that. I just felt like it was very forced yeah. to have it the next night.
0: I thought they'd uh, do like a running or something, like Sting and Luger would be against some, you know, nondescript job tag team and they just run in and playing house. Just to yeah. show that they had the upper hand and they could they could do whatever they want whenever they wanted, which is the whole whole gimmick, really, isn't it? Basically,
1: yeah. But at least there wasn't there wasn't really a finish, was there? So
0: no, it's a, I think I think they described it as a no contest.
1: Yeah. So no one's no one's hurt from it, really. Obviously, they'll. they'll I'm, I'm assuming they'll face off again eventually. Oh yeah, uh,
0: this is the big tag angle in it at the moment.
1: Yeah. Um. And then we got a quick a quick interview, Mean Gene again. Um.
6: All right, thank you very much, Eric Bischoff. I am walking back to the entrance area. Things are totally upside down here tonight. I have no idea what happened to Nick Patrick. I think that happens to be the big question right now. Is this guy on the take? All of a sudden, the New World Order getting the worst of it at the hands of Lex Luger and Sting and Pow, the referee walks away and the clash of champions is coming up this Thursday night. Ric Flair, you and the horsemen are going to be very prominent on that card. Let's
4: draw the guidelines of history right now. Luger and Sting, I don't like him, but I'm going to play ball with them. You know why? Because they're WCW. Now get a wide angle. Hogan, since you took it upon yourself, to walk out here and proclaim yourself the immortal one. Let me explain something about being a bad guy. The first rule of fighting is you never overmatch yourself. So Nash, you're six for ten, maybe too big for me, but I'm up trying the all-pro McMichael on for size. Hall, double-A's got his name written all over you. I don't know who the fourth guy is, but the buzzsaw, the human trippler, can eat him up one side, down the other. Denver, Hogan, you and I are going to style and profile, horseman style. Woo.
6: That's the table, ladies and gentlemen, this Thursday night. Casters Station TBS, oh, for the clash of champions from all of us here at Nitro. Eric Bischoff, Bobby Crane, and Tony Schiavone, and Larry Zbyszko, Gene Okerlund. Good night, everybody. Good night.
1: Good night. Indeed. So, um, Mean Gene grabs uh, Flair for an interview. He said, Flair said he he doesn't he doesn't like Sting and Luger, but he's going to play ball with them because they're 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 WCW like him. Um, he started. He started sort of matching his men up against the NWO. Um, and he said, Mon- "It's going to be Mongo and Nash." And I'm thinking, "Fuck's sake!" <laughs> That's going to be shit. But <laughs> he, cu- he cuts an absolute fucking blinder yeah, when he's it's...
0: like animated like that.
1: Yeah, that was good from him. He'd done a couple of good promos, and he? he did one well on the pay per view as well, like a really nice sort of subtle sit down one and then this one was yeah. a nice amped up like intense promo. What do you reckon?
0: I thought he cut an absolute fucking stonker mate. I thought it was great. Right. Um like the fire. You don't see many fired up sort of baby face Ric Flair promos and it just shows that he can he can just absolutely nail it.
1: Hmm. Yeah he's definitely it got him
0: it was great yeah he has. I mean when he's on form He's pretty much untouchable, but he does have, well, not not so much in his in his heyday, but sort of last sort of, you know, two years in WCW, like the sort of night.
2: was nice, didn't he?
0: I think it's when Hogan turned up because he was he was no longer perceived to be the man. Yeah. But it's fucking Flair country, so the fans like Flair more than they like Hogan. But. Yeah. In terms of the grand scheme of the, the like the company, he's not the the guy anymore, and I think sometimes he phones it in a little bit because I think I think he's a very when he was a wrestler, I think he was a very
2: uh, egocentric
0: kind of, not, not egocentric but I think he's he, he liked to feel loved. He's like that 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 footballer, you know, the other one that you need to just we put around him.
2: Like, <laughs> yeah, he's
0: very much like a very emotional bloke, isn't he like very hot on his mm. sleeve kind of bloke. Um, obviously, in real life. <laughs> uh, uh, as a wrestler, in the terms of wrestling, I think it um, probably you know, helped
1: him that, that that Hogan had gone to the other side, though, innit? not it? Hogan's the yeah. top heel now, and Flair's almost the top babyface, sort of. That's it, pretty much. Yeah, so that
0: probably, probably gave him that. You
1: know, like. Yeah, um, yeah. So that that was the end of uh, end of that action packed night. to be fair, a lot went on. Um, what a bad show! Well, to be fair. Yeah, I, I thought it was all right. I mean, it's better than some of the, especially some of those Disney ones. They were shocking, weren't they? Some of them. Yeah, um, this was a lot better, and it was actually a, a decent crowd as well. Um yeah. you know that that makes it. We haven't seen a good crowd on a WCW show in a while. From what we've watched,
0: I, I genuinely don't think they get to Wyoming very often. So I think it's a bit like you know when they come over here, and everyone's just rabid because it's like yeah. the first time in like a year, eighteen months we've seen them. I think that's probably it, but. Uh, yeah, Wyoming's a bit like I think it's Wyoming's near South Dakota, so they're probably just like going the way back down to Atlanta kind of thing. Um, but I think yeah, I think they appreciated it a bit more, like the guys who came out to see it that night. To be fair, yeah,
1: Better than fucking
2: up wild anyway. It
1: was, it was one um, of the worst ever. <laughs> um, We'll go to our uh, our post show awards. Um first of all, match of the night, what are you thinking?
0: I'm gonna go for their uh, just under five minute Barnstormer, Ray versus Ultimo Dragon.
1: Yeah, has to be that. It was a corker, wasn't it? Yeah. It was good.
0: It would have been it would have been the tag, it would have been the tag match near near enough or uh Fly Savage would have been on par
1: if the finishes were a bit better. Yeah, the finishes were poor, weren't they, in both of them? That sort of brought them down a notch. But, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Mysterio and, and Dragon was good. A lot of fun. Um, MVP?
0: I'm going I'm to give it to Flair. I think he was involved in some pretty cool stuff tonight, and I think he cut an absolute corker at the end. And it's just nice to see him on form across the board, because it's, it's been a bit hit and miss with him on, on this run.
1: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, there's not many others that can can sort of argue. I, I can argue. If, I mean, I, I've given it to Hall and National. I don't think they were in, on it enough, really, to to give them that. Uh, so yeah, I think I'll have to go with Flair as well because he, he seems to have found his groove again the last few weeks. Uh, yeah, quite some good promos, decent match, especially the one against Eddie, and this one with Savage wasn't bad until the sort of last two or three minutes. Um, We'll go for the uh, what's it disco called? The Disco
2: Dugan Howard.
1: Disco, Hart Award. <laughs> disco Hart Award. There's a couple of contenders for this this week, I reckon. It's probably um... on the
0: stick of the day, by the way.
1: <laughs> um, I reckon Bischoff's in with contention just for his. He just can't let go of the pay per view. He's still absolutely buzzing off it, um, and I think he'll do it again next week because they'll show like the proper video clips. Oh, so he'll be at it again next week. Um, yeah. Hogan's got to be in there for the absolute stinker of a promo. Possibly one of the worst we've seen the entire watch through. Yeah. Um, so, Park, Colonel Parker as well for his absolute Mr Bean action in that <laughs> <laughs> There's I've a few got, that could win
0: it. I've got to go Bishop because every time I want to give it to him, it's when he's not on it. It's like yeah. Sturgis thing. I, I, I blamed him so much for that, and I thought, you're not even on it. And then uh, there was another one where where he, where he went on it for some reason or another, and I just thought, you fucking asshole. You've completely. Had... Right, so I'm going to get Bischoff. It's got to be Bischoff every day just for his little fappy martial art thing and his fappy <laughs> motorbike thing. And it's like, we get you like stuff. Everyone's got a hobby, mate, but Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> It was it was a hot competition this week for that award, but it, it, you can't argue with Bishop. It's it's got to go to him, and it. Um, he's topped
0: out. He's topped out this week for this just the cretinous <laughs> fucking behaviour of, of getting on some bike show that he made no money off, and he still thinks he's fucking the greatest thing since sliced bread. What an absolute
1: perk! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then finally, uh, Barnett of the night. What are you thinking?
0: I'm going for the uh, the Dynamic Duo, the wood, Wooden Tops, because their hair is just getting shitter and shitter as, as the weeks go. <laughs> Sting, Sting's trying to grow out his mullet. Uh, no, uh, Luke is trying to grow out his mullet, and he's got this weird, like, ponytail. It's like he's straightened his hair, but it's, it's it's like the weirdest straightened hair ever. It's almost like, like a syrup or something. And um, Sting, I don't even really
1: know what's going on there. Don't know what's going on. My, mine's got, mine's got to go to to Savage. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it reminded me, you know, um, you know, the Nutty Professor. Yeah. Uh, when uh, Eddie Murphy goes up to the uh, Dave Chappelle on the on the on the on the stage, yeah, and he takes he takes his hat off. He's got an outrageous haircut, and he's just laughing. He's <laughs> pissing, laughing at him. He <laughs> reminded me of that before, he looked so cool and then he ruined it by whipping off the hat. <laughs> he ruins it by whipping off the hat every time, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, it's, God rest his soul, on macho, but Jesus, you, you needed to let go of that hair, lad. Um, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't until his dying day, he still had, he still had the It didn't he? Hogan's the same, though, some people
0: just can't. I thought Michael yeah, but, was going to be like that, but, you know, He shaved it, but then he's grown it back and he's, you know where he used to like slug it all back into a ponytail? He's got a, you can see the absolute...
2: It's awful, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's like three strands of hair. It's like Homer Simpson pulled back into a ponytail. It's fucking appalling. He
1: looks um, fucked, doesn't he? It's Michael. Oh, Michael, yeah. He
0: looks like he's been dug up, doesn't he? (laughs) (laughs) Dreadful.
2: His eyes eyes are Um, so
0: far
1: back into his head. I know. It's an odd one, isn't it? Um... Yeah, so that, yeah. that comes that um, ends the uh, the old Nitro twelfth of August, wasn't it ninety six? Um, what have we got next next week?
0: We've got the nineteenth of August, nineteen ninety six. Funnily enough, <laughs> chronologically, I hear you say you're damn right chronologically. Um, <laughs> so we we don't know what's going to happen next week. We just know that on paper there's one potential corker of uh, yeah. Regal versus uh, Dean Malenko which to me that seems to have everything that I want to watch
3: yeah. all over
0: it um, we've had I just want to say just a thank you to everyone who sort of downloaded us and, and listened to us we've had we've had some quite nice uh, sort of numbers and, and sort of feedback in this first week uh, particularly on Twitter as well we've had some uh, some really yeah. cool uh, interactions with with some really cool people. Uh, just want to give a shout out to them. Really, one one man's meat pod, cracking podcast. If you if you want to check out a cool wrestling podcast, and um, yeah, them guys have been really really kind to us on Twitter. Um, really nice. Uh, so I just want to say thank you. And our Twitter is at, at, at adjective pod. If you want to uh, follow us. Um, so yeah, we come and listen to us anytime you want. We've got we've got four episodes up now. We've got our little preview. We've got um, the last one the last night we did on our old feed, uh, which was the fifth of August. We've got a um, nice little uh, Ring of Honor bonus issue, and we've got the uh, the older uh, Hog Wild as well, which uh, which seems to be uh, people seem to be liking, which is always nice. You know, we do this just because. Me, me, and old uh, Marcos like to shoot the shit once yeah. a week and uh, and have a laugh and watch some stuff. Um, and if anybody, if other people like it, then great, wonderful. Yeah, you're welcome to join us and come along on this ride with us. Um, so yeah, like follow us on Twitter. Uh, we're all, we're available on a uh, Podbean, Amazon, and now on Spotify. Freshly squeezed on Spotify, as they say. I
1: don't
0: even mention it. Don't even mention. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, uh, we, we, we're enjoying this, man. Uh, obviously, we're going to see some absolute shockers on on WCW. They're notorious for it, but there is there is enough quality for us to, to keep us on more in back. Uh, yeah, there is just truffle in the picture, and and <laughs> even, and some some of the stuff is, even the bad stuff. Sometimes is absolutely fucking hilarious, and uh, obviously. We're only in ninety six, mate. Vince Russo's coming in at some point. Fucking hellfire and oh. brimstone, Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, um, just if you want, if you want to listen to us, listen to us. If you don't, that's fine too. You know, if you want to follow us, on Twitter, interact with us, that's great. Any questions? Just yeah, hit us up at Adjective Pod. Any um, further business, mate?
1: I think so. No.
0: Okay, so from uh, from me, the big main. And then the medium-sized main. Take you uh, later.
1: See you later.